0: Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ.
1: And this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral Podcast, the official podcast of the Lacuna community. I'm kind of surprised we knew how to start, guys. Um, it's like, I don't know, if it, maybe it's in my DNA now, to remember the words we say at the beginning, uh, but it it certainly came back after all these months. It's episode 151 of the Empty Spiral Podcast, and it's been about three months since we've done this? Uh, anybody would think that while we're in lockdown that we would have lots of time to do this, but it seems to be that the opposite is the case for whatever reason. It's just taken us so long to get back together. Um, I barely remember myself, let alone you guys. Who the hell are you? Whoa, what's going on here? What are we supposed <laughs> to do on this podcast? <laughs> no, that's a lie. That's a lie. I remember you're fine. Um, Mike, let's start with you. How you been? What you been up to in the last forever. Um,
0: I'm good, thank you. It's um It seems weird in these Covid times, I don't know about you too, and we'll come on to that when you when you talk in a minute, That I've been working at home luckily since the 17th of March, I think, I was told to go home and have not gone back and now there's a, an announcement by our Prime Minister today encouraging to work at home even further, so... I guess that I, I might be at home for another six months, which will probably almost be a, well. It will be a year. Um yeah. I'll, I'll be working at home. So, a bit crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, aside from the fact that you're a, you know the prisoner of your own house, what, yeah, have you, yeah. what have you managed to? How have you managed to spend your time? If you can well, share that, yeah. um, you know, with our listeners, without well,
0: as, yeah, well, as you both are aware because you know me pretty well i like to travel yes. and i like gigs so those two things not being on and usually i go away quite a lot in the year i only went away the end of january um i'm going away luckily in two days but i think after that it'll be um put my tin hat on and keep the door locked and put a red cross on it or whatever yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Lamb's blood or whatever it is yeah. yeah yeah it's crazy absolutely where are you off to in two days
0: I'm going to Italy for a couple of days, well, oh. Thursday to Monday, just awesome. a very quick escape.
1: Awesome. Uh, yeah. are you, what are you doing over there or are you not allowed to tell us?
0: Uh, well, I'm, I'm seeing my friend's go-go ponies and um, they're playing on a Saturday somewhere outside of Milan and then just probably chill out. Uh, people watch and just relax because I've literally not been anywhere for yeah. since March or wherever. Since well, I hope you have day. an
1: amazing time and I hope it gives you a bit, oh, of, a, bit you. of a kind of a mental boost because this, I think, is you know, it's been hard for everybody really. Um, yeah, but it's good to be speaking to you, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's
2: great to catch up with you as always.
1: And uh, what about you, Russ? What have you been up to for the last six months? Well, three months, Me? We've not spoken.
2: yeah, I know. On, on probably podcast. similar to you guys living in the uh, the land of apocalyptic. Um, chaos or the arc of confusion, as our, I refer to our government. So, uh, uh, yeah. similar to Mike, <laughs> I've sort of been working from home since um, a bit later, as of April. And then last week we were encouraged to come back, and I said, Is it really worth it? It's probably going to change again. So, I've been back in the office for a week. And now today the announcement is you've got to go back home. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm sure it'll all change again next week. But, uh, uh, yeah, no you doubt. know, as, as long as, uh, you know, you're home before 10, because the virus only comes out at night in the UK, apparently. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, it goes uh, on
1: holiday and it doesn't matter if you're in pubs, apparently, for a while. It didn't go
2: there either. No, so. no. And, so, and it never um, goes to
1: school. So It doesn't. Go. It's doesn't, an uneducated go virus.
2: Doesn't got schools, <laughs> doesn't go a playgrounds, but hey, no. don't don't dare meet a a family member, but hang out with all your strange friends. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
2: but yeah. Uh, no, aside from that, um, you know, I can't really complain. Um, pretty much just locked up in my humble abode, working from a laptop, surrounded by music. So you know, yeah, yeah. Other I mean, than I, that, it's pretty I, much similar to you guys. Yeah, I mean, I
1: think that we are very very fortunate. You know, we, we can sit here and sound like we're complaining about these things, but of course there are people in far more difficult circumstances than any of us, you know, we still have jobs to go to. We still have homes to live in. Um, You know, we've, uh, we still as healthy as we ever were before, shall we say. Uh, And and there are many, many people around the world uh, that don't have that. You know, I, I, I know a number of people who have either come down with, um, with the virus or have family members and they've lost friends and families and so forth or they're in, involved in sort of care, the care work you know the the people that need to keep working um, in increasingly dangerous circumstances so you know, our hearts go out to you wherever you are um, and um, it's hugely important that we, wherever you are in the world you follow the government guidelines or if they fail you just be pragmatic and look after each other you know it's, a, it's hugely important anyway aside from what anybody might think this is not a podcast about um coronavirus and <laughs> its effects on health of the economy all the three of us now we're here to talk about the kuna coil and we've been doing that for 150 episodes now well this is 151st so that's many 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 hours of talking about the band's music and what they've been up to and various interviews and you can find all of that uh, if you want to play catch up or if you've got nothing better to do with your time, then head over to net and you'll find 150 episodes of us waxing lyrical about the music and uh, the bands and the tours and so on and so forth. We typically start a segment, uh, or the first segment of the the podcast talks about news. And there's a couple of things we probably want to talk about today. Starting off with touring. So you we've all alluded to it. Uh, live music is absolutely one of the the victims of the pandemic, the global pandemic. Um, many people uh, across the industry have been affected. Um, and that includes Lacuna Coil, who were uh, supposed to have quite a rigorous touring schedule throughout 2020 all over the world, going back to places I hadn't been to for quite some time. Um, bringing Black Black Anima, you know, the album that came out nearly a year ago, uh, to people that hadn't heard it before or certainly hadn't heard it live. But all of that stopped when first of all, Italy was closed down and then obviously other parts of the world followed suit and it doesn't look like there's any light at the end of the tunnel Uh, so what that means, of course, is all of the tours for this year's have been cancelled much to everybody's frustration, anger and, and, you know, heartfelt concerns Uh, you can't stop the music, so they say and we'll be coming on to what Lacuna have done um to to ensure that is the case but we also have seen that many of the the tours have either moved out to 2021 or new tours have been planned and and we've already seen the announcements for tours in or tours or shows or events or festivals or whatever in 2021 so the door hasn't closed of course none of us know what 2021 is going to look like um but we can only hope that things get to a, a, a state of status quo or there's a sense of recovery so that live music can recover again. Um, so you'll find all of the, all the upcoming tour dates on, on the WebD sparrow website, as well as on Lacuna Corps main Lacuna Corps site, which is, oh, sorry, main website, I should say, the Lacuna lacunacore Lacuna Corps site, uh, their main website, which is of course uh, Um So if you want to check them out and find out what, where they are next year, hopefully in your area, then please do so. And uh, obviously, if you can afford to do so, grab yourself a ticket. Um, what else is there? Well, I think we touched on it. I think we talked about it about three months ago, about Christina and Twitch. So what can I say about Twitch? Uh, Twitch is a, a streaming network. Uh, it's definitely evolved over the many years it's been around. It is now a place where many people... Um, can feel connected uh, with people, whether they're streaming games or live chat sessions or music or any myriad of things. And Christina has her own Twitch channel. The last couple of months has seen her grow that. Um, She started off with chatting, but we're now seeing her playing games both on a PlayStation. I think she just recently had a PC built. So she's looking looking to start playing PC games on there. Uh, she streams twice a week in the evenings and i think it's twice a week sometimes three times basically yeah whenever she feels like it i think uh and there's always a couple of hundred people on there uh it's a growing little community of people it's fantastic to be part of highly recommend if you've not checked it out and you want to um ask questions of christina or just you know be involved in the conversation then uh head over to her twitch channel and uh, find out when she's next on we'll put a link to her twitch channel in the show notes of course the other thing that's happened um, is our karaoke now again this is something that has grown over the last few months so just as a recap for those people that don't know way back at the beginning of lockdown fellow coiler in the uk amy came up with an idea on facebook that maybe we should have you know, stay at home don't go out and connect by way of a karaoke where we sing a few songs together. So I was doubtful whether that would work, but always open to try something new. So we tried that. Uh, we scheduled it to take place on a Saturday at 6pm UK time. So that's 1800 hours. Uh, and we run it via Zoom. We initially and still continue to manage it by way of a... Facebook group and we also uh, have a channel in the lacuna coil discord server which is um, managed by empty spiral and there's a, a karaoke um, channel in there which we also put the links in uh, all you need to join is <laughs> uh, zoom whether on a mobile device or on a laptop or wherever um, and a desire to get involved and maybe have a have a good time it's fair to say that the technology doesn't support Lots and lots of people singing at once uh It, it can get a little messy, I think it 's fair to say uh with with lag and, and so on and so forth so on and so forth i should, I should say, but I as someone who 's missed only one week and that 's because of my own holiday, I absolutely love it. I think it 's an absolutely fantastic psychologically safe place for anybody, wherever you are in the world, to come and join us. Have a, ch- a quite a quick chat it 's hard to have a chat when you 've got to thirty people going you know on the the channel um, Have a chat and then we sing some songs uh, i I find it really it really helps me get through the week uh, and I highly recommend it to anybody uh, we 've had a couple of surprises on there so christina 's joined us a couple of times just dropped into the into the discord into the discord into the zoom session that took place this weekend. Uh, where we were singing some of the f- the favourite songs that she's picked, sort of her favourite songs she likes to sing live. So she jumped in and joined us for a few songs and a chat. Uh, she's done that a couple of times now. We've also had uh, Richard Metz, as the, the, the Kuna drummer, do that again. It was a surprise drop in. Um, over the next few weekends, we'll be doing more of their favourites. And uh, I think the intent was to continue this and through to the end of lockdown. But again, there's been a bit of a soft ending to lockdown. We don't really know when that's going to happen. And the intent is to give us all a sense of community over the course of what feels what can feel like a very isolating time. Uh, Mike, you join it, don't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I pretty much you've described everything to a t, that it's it, you don't have to sing. You can sit there on mute. You can mime. You can do whatever. Enjoy the lag. As usually, it's between South and North America and Europe that. It's all a bit chaotic but I think that's part of the fun and I think if you haven't if anyone's listening to the podcast after this who's never been on I'll recommend it. It's one of those things that I look forward to on a Saturday and great to see so many people obviously uniting you know, from around the world at the moment uh, whilst we
1: do it. Yeah. yeah. And we did a little thing before the, the Apocalypse live streaming. We, we connected for about 20 minutes. We sang a couple of songs and then we left the channel open on mute so that people could come back to it and at the yeah. end of it once the the show was over we kind of all reconnected and had a, a kind of a, I guess what i would describe as a, a post a post show kind of you know yeah. decompression wasn't it really there was conversation yeah, yeah. And a few people had a few drinks and somehow that made the show feel feel more like a traditional live show event you know we were kind yeah, of yeah. We had the equivalent of queuing up beforehand, you know we were chatting and having a few drinks, and then we met up afterwards, and it for me, that made the whole evening that bit like a yeah, like a gig, yeah, a bit more special yeah. so we've yet to see Russell on there though, Mr. Taylor, when are you going to come and join us?
2: Uh, unfortunately I lurk in the shadows because my schedule is so unpredictable. It's like the problem is either I want to commit to something or don't, so Fair the chances right. are I'll probably be there like one in eight or something, unfortunately. Huh. But it looks like everyone has, has a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. So the feed, the feedback I've seen is all glowing and everyone, you know, raves about it. So no, keep it up.
1: Well, you're always welcome, mate. you just, you know, drop in one day, click on the link and if you've got Zoom up and running, then you can come and join us and uh, you know, join us in a sing along.
2: I think the, drop in for that that uh, unchained single on are uh, Looking to tee up. <laughs>
1: do you know the day that you joined, we will throw
2: that. I'll throw that onto
1: the playlist as a surprise. Then. Yeah.
2: Uh, well I, was, I think it was a couple of weeks ago
1: that because uh, we what we found what, what we do now is we always end with my wings. It's become like our signature tune, isn't it, Mike? And, uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody looks forward to that. It's such a fantastic song to sing. Everybody really gets into it. But we we did have Veronica. Who forced an encore <laughs> on us, which was hilarious. So we, I, I, I fell over to uh, peer pressure, and we we sang an additional song after my wings. So um, I said, right, we got to rain with my wings again now, but that didn't happen. So we we're quite happy to throw a few curveballs in there, you know, keep everybody on their toes and try a few things. Sometimes we, we uh, occasionally vote on what we play. And uh, if something's really popular, but doesn't quite make the half-hour cut, maybe we'll throw it in there. And you know, if people want to see it, they can. So it's great. I say I, I love it. I wasn't expecting it to be quite so. Um, I wasn't popular is the wrong word. I wasn't cause, well, it is popular, but I wasn't expecting it to be quite so energizing, engaging, and yeah. and just so thoroughly enjoyable as it is. It's just absolutely fantastic to see so many people from all over the world. It's very emotional. I've got very emotional doing it. and uh, yeah, 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 amazing time. I'm glad
0: we do it with the video as well, because a lot of these things that I think work have got something like a silent choir, where they all, I don't know how they do it, but they all dial into Zoom, but then all go on mute. And it sounds chaos compared to how I think you have to do these kind of things with video, otherwise what is the point really? Yeah, it's,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's as much seeing people enjoy the the. You enjoy singing right you know you can see the emotion yeah, yeah. you don't always hear it um but there's a lot of love in the room i think it's fair to say yeah, at the end of every song is is fantastic it is fantastic yeah so anyway with that we've waxed lyrical enough about that one I uh, encourage everybody <laughs> to try it out at least once so please come and join us on the the covid karaoke and as i say i'll put links in the show notes to encourage you to join Right. Okay. I think there's there's lots of other things we could be talking about, but let's kind of uh, let's, let's go on to our main subject of discussion this week, which is the uh, live from the apocalypse live streaming show that took place just a couple of weeks ago. Now, so as a a bit of a reminder, uh, Lacuna Corps took over Alcatraz in Milan and streamed a live show. Uh, nobody, no formal audience present. But unlike other bands who have done it from recording studios and kind of closed rooms, et cetera, with, with uh, cameras. Lacuna Corps decided to tackle it by way of an actual taking over a venue. So that they could get all the lights set up and you know, make use of um, all the, the, the technology that there is. And they, they brought the, the whole show there. So there was a backdrop and in fact backdrops we hadn't seen before. Some great um, animated backdrops. We had the full light show, we had, you know, all the people there involved in the in the setup, so it was as much about supporting the people that are involved in, in creating shows as anything else. And aside from one quite special little surprise near the end, or at the end I should say, the band basically played all of black anime, including the special the additional songs, right? Including, you know, um Black Dried Up Heart, uh, uh, Bad Things, which we're gonna be talking about later, Black Feathers, etc. Um, and played all of those songs and then ended it with Christina singing a, a quite wonderful version of save me, um, accompanied by piano, a kind of an acoustic version, which was, uh, I just thought absolutely stunning. And yeah, that was the show. It was available for stream. It was ridiculously cheap to, you know, it was like less than 10 euros. I think you could get it for about six euros if you were one of the first, I don't know how many how many it was it that first did it, buy yourself a ticket. And then on your, uh, a live, website or a device you could stream it there was ways that you could send messages and send pictures not that i managed to do that I, it didn't work for me but that's not the point um yeah it was hugely engaging uh i guess in terms of our thoughts russ what did you think of it what's your thoughts on life from the apocalypse
2: i thought they absolutely smashed it i mean all round it was like 100 percent effort it was a 10 out of 10 right down from even the the streaming partner that they work with a live i mean a lot of bands are doing this at the moment a lot of big high profile bands and a lot of them had issues with the stream going down technology not being what it's promised to be fans getting pissed off and disappointed. And I'll be honest, the whole of the stream for me, the sound quality was pristine. The picture was perfect. I think in the whole of the set, which was about an hour and maybe 12 minutes, I think it dropped out once for no more than sort of two or three seconds. So that was the first thing I thought was really, really good. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that the actual set that they played uh, was brilliant. Like you mentioned, they did all of Black Anima Plus, the bonus songs. I think it was a smart decision um, to play the songs in their own particular order of a set list as opposed to in the order of the album in sequence. I think that freshened it up so you didn't know what was coming next. Mm. I think that added an element of sort of anticipation to the stream. Um, I thought the the direction of it from the crew that they used I thought was perfect. Obviously, there was uh, multiple camera angles, close-up shots, wide shots. It was literally like, you know, I would dare say, in my opinion, the actual editing and direction of the stream was better than the 119 DVD. I thought it was that good. Um, the band sounded brilliant, as you mentioned. The lighting, the backdrop—it was literally a full production gig, and you didn't have to have the r sake of you know people bumping into you or people in front of you with their phones out recording everything and chatting shit at the bar to and fro with a bit. You know, it's great to be at a gig, but. You got to sit there in the comfort of your own, own home and basically enjoy the clinical front row going full pelt. And I thought the band um, played tremendously.
1: Yeah. yeah. What about you, Mike? What are your thoughts on it?
0: Pretty much what Russ has just um, commented on. I think that everything from the, the new video backdrops, which we've not really seen on stage since the Shallow Life tour, which is quite a long time ago now, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's very refreshing along with the the added detail of the cross lights that seemed to be featured quite heavily. And the new stage gear, I think everything rolled into one. I think visually it was stunning with that side of things. Sound for me, I could tell, obviously you knew that it was in Alcatraz that was empty. And for me, I think that the sound did change at some point after about two or three songs that it did sound I don't know whether it's just me or in general in the stream, it did sound a bit echoey in places as it started, but then it suddenly changed and the sound got a lot better. Uh-huh. But that that by that's irrelevant really in terms of the entire show. I just think that hats off to them, obviously as a band, the management and the crew with everything that's going on at the moment, um, to pull it all together and to keep it all hush-hush until the time when it came um, is complete 10 out of 10 um, yeah. with them. And the um, obvious things that would come, hopefully, in the next couple of months in the lead-up to Christmas would be a DVD or Blu-ray of it, um, nicely packaged and to get that out to people for the holiday season.
1: That would be I think amazing.
0: That, yeah, I think if the, if the footage is exactly like it was in the stream with... Additional footage and maybe stuff of them prepping before the show and after the show, like the one nineteen experience. I think that that would lend itself very well to um, something else to come out to add to people's collections at the moment because obviously we're all holed up, and that's if if that's the best that we can get from them at the moment. I would be very pleased if they did another one in six months to a year if we are in this situation because.
1: It was uh, that good. Yeah, yeah. There's only me. Only so many new Lacuna Core t-shirts I can buy to support. the yeah. band right now yeah. I need something else. So exactly. And uh, unfortunately, the the European site doesn't have our the Lacuna um masks available, which I noticed they have in JSR direct. Yeah, I mean I think you guys have kind of covered what I would say and more. Actually, I I, I think Rush, you, I love what you said about it was great that they made the decision to put the songs not in album order. I hadn't really thought about the effect of that until you said it yourself. It created that sense of anticipation. I did actually see some people say, why didn't they do it in the order of the album? Ugh, they should have done it in the order of the album. Um and actually I know, no, I think mixing it up just as you say was perfect. I mean like we kind of even got like, oh wow well, it's the side anime error and then sort of Anger. Right, okay, well they're gonna do it in order of the order of the album but then it kind of went off into save me and kind of, you know, worked its way around and, and kind of ended with black anima. So it you still got the, the bookends, right? You know, we've got anima era was always going to be the OP because it's a, it's an intro track. And I think what we said, when we reviewed sort of anger is actually sort of anger, anima era kind of have to come together. Don't know. They, they the, the juxtaposition between those two songs is perfect. And I think it would have been a, somewhat incongruous to the, to hear something follow *Anima Nera* that wasn't sort of Anger. At least it would have done for me. And then, of course, yeah, aside from the, the Save Me, we'll call it the kind of the encore that Christina did, uh, ending with Layers of Time, which I think is still remains a standout track, especially a live track for the album, and then sort of bringing it down and closing with Black Anima, the song was just perfect it, they'd obviously put a lot of thought into the order of the songs and, and i think that worked really really well um i i think the production value was fantastic uh i would imagine that unless there's a reason such as i don't know royalty fees or something which doesn't make it cost effective my assumption is that there's multiple there were multiple cameras and oh. the, the director flicked between them to, to which to stream at any one time. Right. So he would have had like, I don't know, we'll call it 10 feeds coming in yeah. and he would have flicked. Okay. We're going to stream that. 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 Cause there were occasions where it was like, there was a, it, it was, it was focused on an individual that wasn't really doing anything at that point in time. You know, we might've seen a bit of, I know um, the back of Marco as he walks away from the front of the stage, or or a bit of Andy just as the music switches into where Christina's singing. And I think mm. were there to be a DVD out, they'll probably—I'd like to think—take the original source footage and then re-edit it. But I yeah, hope they yeah. don't. I think they they should keep the style for the reasons that you said, Russ. You know, the the editing quality was great. I think there were just a few things that I would brush up in the editing suite. If I wasn't running it live, you know, but absolute props to the director to be able to flick back and forth within, within the, the cameras and actually stream this show live. That must be quite a high pressure thing to do. Right. You know, to recognize, to know the music enough to be able to do that. Um, so, yeah, I hope there is a DVD and or Blu-ray that does all of those things. Agree with you both on the sound quality. I didn't notice the, the changes that you heard, Mike, but that might just be me or the quality of the stream I was getting. I got a drop um unfortunately during the end during the towards the end of the end is all I can see, which is ironic really because it was exactly what i couldn't see. The end was all yeah. I can't <laughs> see um because I got a drop for about twenty seconds or so in my own stream, but as you say, Russ, there are so many bands trying to do this, and many of them for failing that doesn't detract from the fact it was a fantastic show. I think the other thing worth noting, and I had spoken to some of the some of the band beforehand is this was one of the most stressful shows they'd ever done. Um, because as a live band, Lacuna Kunika will be the first to, um, first to say that they get their energy from the feedback they get from the fans at a live show. Right. Absolutely get that. They, they, it focuses them. It, it gives them pleasure. That pleasure turns into energy and they play their energy back as they continue through the set. Um, could you imagine as a people that have been live performing for twenty years just playing into an empty room and having zero feedback as to about how that song went down or what people are doing that must be really weird? Do you know what I mean? must be yeah. really, really strange oh, yeah, so and I know that obviously there were songs that they hadn't played live before. there were songs that by their own admission are kind of studio songs. Insofar that they know that they're hard songs to sing and get right, so it put a lot of pressure on them to play that live to you know quite a large audience. I would imagine. I don't know the figures, but my assumption should be quite a large audience. Songs that they'd not played live before. They did a lot of practicing, of course, but it all came down to having a camera in your face and singing "Black Feathers," uh, you know, an amazing song that. They wanted to make sure they got the emotion right and and, and just got the words right and did all that stuff. So, yeah, I, I, the, the fact that he came across seamlessly to me just shows just how much energy, blood, sweat and tears, if you pardon the expression, or blood, tears uh. and dust, <laughs> um, uh, went into producing that. Um, and at a time like that, time like this, I think, I mean, that just kind of proves once again just why Looking to such a special band, right? So yeah, 10 out of 10. And like you guys, I hope it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray at some stage in the near future. Um, I'd like it to go into my Christmas stocking, thanks. Not that I would wait for Santa. I think I'd be ahead (laughs) of the game, buying it. (laughs) So yeah, um, I just feel sorry for the people that didn't get a chance to see it.
2: Of which I know there
1: are thousands of people that for whatever reason, whether it's because they're working in their time zone, you know, because this is on a Friday night, not ideal. Uh, there were people that would have been working, especially on the other side of the Atlantic, that they didn't get a chance to see it or certainly didn't get a chance to enjoy it in the way that it should be enjoyed. You know, the bigger screen as you can find and your stereo system on and chilling out with a beer or or a watered down cider if you want the real concert experience. Um, <laughs> you know, there's people that didn't get a chance to do that. And the fact that you couldn't go back and see it a week later, I, I saw the Catatonia one back in May, I think it was in it was streamed live but you could go and see it for about 10 days afterwards which was cool so the fact that they couldn't do that I'm, I'm left disappointed on behalf of the people that weren't able to be there at that point in time which is why I hope we'll see it but yeah alright well I think that's kind of a bit of a roundup of the uh, live from the apocalypse stream fair to say that we all enjoyed it and I think uh, it's equally fair to say that thousands of other people did the same live. This brings us on to our review this week. Yes, we do actually have another song to review from Black Anima, guys. Um, Forgotten, I suspect, by many of us. Bad Things. Does anybody, everybody know what Bad Things is? If you don't know, Bad Things was a track that was released around uh, the end of October last year. Uh, as a kind of a Halloween exclusive to Amazon, so it was only released through the Amazon music store. You could buy the mp three off their off their website directly or get it through the amazon app um, i don 't know if it 's been released any further since then, but it certainly never made any of the other streaming networks to my knowledge. It was always exclusive to amazon and uh, yeah, a bonus track from um from black anima um, i 'm going to be the first to admit that I probably haven 't listened to this song very much. I have to say. Uh, But I'm not going to start with me. I'm going to drop Russ in it. So Russ, what did you think of of, um, bad things? What's your thoughts on this?
2: Bad things. um, Like you say, it's one of them that, isn't really a, a go-to track just because of the exclusivity of it. I mean, I've got Amazon, my house is wired up with Echoes, so the only way I can really listen to it is through that unless, you know, I buy the MP3. So there's a lot of people that maybe don't use an Amazon device or don't shop there that unfortunately would be at this stage missing out. So hopefully it does surface somewhere somewhere else on Spotify or something later, you know, in it, in its shelf life. But I think for this particular track... It's it's very much a song that stands on its own merit, whilst it's tentatively part of the the Black Animus sessions. I think it very very much lends itself to that Halloween theme, like you mentioned. As does Naughty Christmas being you know a Christmas exclusive. Yeah. Um, the imagery that accompanies sort of the the song, um, the T-shirt that was put out, it is all centered around Halloween. So when you listen to the song, that's kind of the the imagery that sort of gets conjured up. I do enjoy the song musically. Obviously it begins with that sort of haunting chanting um, from Christina again, ties back to sort of, you know, a sense of ghosts and ghouls and, you know, just feeling on edge. And you've got the traditional Andrea vocals that sort of come in and, and counter that. If I had a criticism of the song, I would say that I think the lyrics are a bit sort of linear. There's not too much to it. There's a lot of sort of chanting and the na 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 but that is part of the song. Mm. So whilst I'm saying that's a criticism of it, that's not to say it's a bad thing because it does sort of centre around that Halloween theme and being a a general sort of, I don't want to say throwaway song, but more of a a straightforward sing-along song. And I think musically it lends itself to that as well in terms of the structure I think it's relatively straightforward. It's pretty 4 4 in the way that the the song is constructed. And it's all kind of, you know, centered around, I dare say, being the, the radio type of single, um, because that's the market that is catered for. But I think in its own right, for what it is, i.e., this is Lacuna Coil doing a, a Halloween special, I think it succeeds in that. And probably my favorite part of the song is the solo that comes in probably three quarters of the way through from, from Diego, because I think that's probably up there in arguably lacuna's top five if not top four solos on the guitar
1: hmm, sounds like you're a bit of a fan of this one there, ross it's a banger it's a banger yeah uh, mike what do you think of uh, bad things
0: yeah similar i think it's one of those standalone songs like you say yourself i have probably listened to it maybe four times in total one of those was <laughs> one of those was today
1: it's, In preparation? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, of course, doing my homework. It, it, it's just one of those songs that it's good, but to me, it's obviously not linked to anything else, as Russ has mentioned. Like with The Naughty Christmas, it's a standalone thing. Mm. We've got Andrea with his growling um the uh, the instrumental he's just mentioned Ross. Um my favourite part I would think is the um the bit near the end with the yeah, let things come, let things go, oh, let the the bridge, yeah, take Christina. control. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah I, I think that is by far my favourite part and then goes into the bad things um chorus. Um I, I don't know, one of those songs that is is alright alright for the time of year I guess.
1: Yeah yeah for me this is one of those songs that i really didn't pay any attention of until the live stream if i'm honest yeah. uh it, i've probably listened to it three or four times Thought well, that's okay it, re- it was very much a kind of what i guess i would describe as a hybrid song like, the music feels like rock but the way that andrea does the growl vocals which is very you know it really kind of gets yeah, that yeah. feel you know it kind of t- it takes it to another place um, and I found that quite, uh, not wrong, just uh, quite a hybrid, I think, I like the creepiness of it, from the original, you know, la, 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 I, I like that, I like the way that Andrea sings the, um, sings the verses, you've got that kind of, the first couple of lines, of clean vocals, you know, you still feel the monster, and then you got as oh, she goes into the ground, I'm not going to sing it, because it's not karaoke, um, <laughs> but it, but it, I like that element to it, and then you've got, the the clean vocals from Christina I really like the simplicity of the chorus I have to say until the live stream just a couple of weeks ago I didn't really pay a lot of attention to the lyrics but having done that I wish I'd paid attention earlier because I, I take on board what you're saying, Russ, about there being a sort of level repetitiveness and they're quite simple. They sing along lyrics, but as you say, that's not a bad thing. There is, and we I keep saying bad thing, but there is bad things. But you know what I mean? Um, it's not. It's not terrible. It's, it's it's it works for this song very well. Uh, like you, Mike, I really like that bridge, that creepy bridge. You know, let things come, let things go, let the monster take control. You know, that that repeat from Christina really fits in with that kind of horror story vibe. I wish it was on an OST for a horror story, horror movie. I think that would really work if we had like a, you know, there's many horror stories out there, but horror movies, I should say. It'd be great to see this on a soundtrack for that. I've become a big fan of it. Um, Does it fit on Black Anima? Probably. I've not tried to fit it into the cycle of songs I listen to on Black Anna, but it doesn't feel contradictory to those songs. Um, I, I like this song. I think it's a good song. I think it stands on its own merits for all the reasons that you've said. I must admit, when I heard it at the Apocalypse live stream, it elevated it for me a lot. It really did. I'd even go so far to say that, that was I felt like I'd heard it for the first time I really did I thought it really came it just came across so much better life like many of their songs do what were your reflections on, on it on the live stream Russ do you remember does it stand out at all to you on there
2: yeah exactly what you just said I mean it was one of the highlights for me in the live stream because I wasn't necessarily expecting it yeah and I think the live version was superior to the recorded version because of the energy behind it so yeah totally agree
1: yeah. Mike, what about you? Did you get that same vibe as the rest of us?
0: Yeah, yeah, very much so. And I think that it would be nice on occasion, whenever the touring cycle starts again, like we've got Naughty Christmas on the set list, yeah. whether that will work on on the Halloween time frame, it, when, if and when the touring at that time in the future would be nice for it to go in there, possibly, or even long term on this Black anima cycle. Yeah. I think it would work really well.
1: Yeah, I think we should call that the plan of bonus tracks on live shows called Doing a Virtual Environment. What do you think?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> what would you give it in terms of numbers, Russ, out of 10?
2: In terms of numbers, this is probably a, a solid staple of a 7 for me.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. What about you, Mike?
2: Yeah, same for me, solid 7.
1: I'm going to go for a 7.5. I, I thought about this. I even wrote down on my notes this is an 8 out of 10, but I think... Oh, I don't know. I could easily be convinced to turn this an 8 out of 10. I've got a lot of time for it, but I'm going to go with 7.5. It feels like a good, solid, three-quarters, strong song. Um, it's not up there with the best on Black Anima, but for those people who... You know, subscribe to Amazon Music, and uh, we're able to get this song. You know, they should be pleased with what they got, actually. And for those of you who reach out and pay the whatever it is a dollar or or ninety nine pence or whatever it was for the the MP three, I, I don't think you should be disappointed. So yeah, good song, good song. <laughs> Right, well, guys, we are technically at the finally at the end of black anima we 've done all the songs, so we got there in wow. the end. It took us nearly a year, that 's how bad we are. You can blame me for that <laughs> um, we probably like we 've done with all of the other albums, we do need to go back and do the full album, you know in totality, the review of our thoughts on black anima and we 'll pick that up next time i 'm not going to say next week because i can 't guarantee that we 'll do it next week, for example mike you 're away. Um, but we'll hopefully get back together soon and really kind of bookend the Black Anima album with our review of it as a product and it as an album. You know, the graphically and and how it hangs together in in its entirety. I'm, I'm looking forward to that conversation. Uh, until then, though, I'm going to continue singing my high out on a on a Saturday. I'm going to continue listening to Lacuna Coil. I've listened to quite a lot of Unleashed Memories again recently it must be an age thing I'm getting old you see guys so I was like <laughs> reflecting on my first lacunic love as it were um, and I'm going to try not to feel too much like a prisoner I know what you're up to Mike over the next week and I hope you have an amazing time in my en- enjoy the go-go ponies um, say hi from me and you know yeah. enjoy your people watching and you know go go to the Duomo <laughs> go up to the Duomo it's, it's yeah definitely <laughs> uh, what are you up to Russ what's, what's keeping you busy over the next week or so?
2: me hopefully i'm trying to divert myself down to the west country subject to if or not we get this complete lockdown and just uh, have a couple of days down there on the beach just to myself so we shall see we shall see we
1: shall see indeed well i hope that goes well for you and that, um, if you do get a chance to get down there the weather isn't too bad
2: uh,
1: thanks. right well we're at a close guys um Remember, everybody, that if you want to reach out to us, you can by way of the Empty Spiral website at www.emptyspiral.net. You'll also find links on there to our uh, Facebook page as well as Twitter and a few others besides, but not LinkedIn. And Google Plus is gone. So get with the program, guys. Um, But we would love to hear from you. If you want to be on the podcast, just reach out to us we we love having fellow lacunocore fans here on the podcast um telling us about their experiences how they met the band and and what being a lacunocore fan means to them we really are a family a global community um and you are, as far as i'm concerned being a part of the the wider lacuna lacunocore community is just a universally positive thing um it, it really we, we embrace everybody with open arms um and it really feels like a family so do reach out to us we'd love to hear from you but until next time wear your masks socially distance stay at home if that's what your government says you should do and um look after each other and of course listen to the lacuna call thanks everybody
0: cheers everyone cheers guys